this is Paul Aronowitz again, your host for UC Davis Internal Medicine Story Slam, brought to you by UC Davis School of Medicine and the Department of Internal Medicine. This next story is brought to you by Dr. Ariana Husseini, and this was told while she was an intern on September 14th, 2016, not too long ago. I hope you'll enjoy this story, and I hope you have a great day. It's nice to see everybody. I've been isolated. Um, So my story begins like all of the stories that you've been hearing with a patient. The patient is an 84-year-old man, non-English speaking, history of stable angina, diabetes type 2, of course, hypertension, CAD, stroke uh, in the last six months, and a 60-year smoking history. And he presented with uh, nausea, vomiting, and weakness. Uh, The patient has a history of multiple falls after his stroke. He went to a rehab facility. Um, He stopped eating and drinking for three or four days, so the rehab facility couldn't handle it, decided to call an ambulance, and he was found in the ED to be febrile, hypotensive, and a significant white count. Uh, They did the appropriate culturing, imagery, uh, they started fluid boluses, gave antibiotics. So typical patient, kind of like Dr. Mola, the patient that you like, I, you're like, okay, I know what's going on. Uh, You could stick your head into any room in in the ER or in the hospital, see a similar case, see a similar patient. They could theoretically blur together. The only difference about this patient was he was my grandfather. He was that man who snuck me candies when my mom wasn't looking. Uh, He was the man who brought me a rose just because I was his eldest granddaughter and I was beautiful. And he loved me and I loved him. He had a lot of people that loved him. And the first time he ended up in the hospital was after his stroke. And uh, it was the beginning of my fourth year right before applications for residency were going to go in. I was in that process of becoming a real doctor. Um, I should be able to do something, you know, but um, I got there and I saw a twisting of my position from being the doctor that comes in with uh, knowing all the numbers, the charts, the vitals, uh, to this feeling like helpless, confused patient's family. And it's not a twisting of my position that I liked to have. I didn't like to be at the mercy of others and their plans. It was disorienting to have different unknown people come in and out of this room where my grandfather was not doing well. And it was very obvious even to my parents who have no medical background. And it was frustrating to wait for hours for an update that never came. And I understood all of what was happening. I know that they were busy, that they that the physicians had other doctor or other patients to be seeing. But the sterility of the the environment, the interactions of them not knowing who we were, what we were about, or that we actually love this person that's laying on this bed was so frustrating. It was angering and it was also sobering. It you know, I had never um, been in a hospital and never, never had a family member that was so sick. Um, and I, I think that I have had, I have compassion for my patients and empathy. But until I was there, being that person, waiting, watching all these people come in and hook tubes up and not say anything, not introduce themselves, I realized how difficult it is to be in that position. My family needed compassion and kindness and somebody to to treat my grandfather not like that typical 
patient who they had seen 50 times a day, 60 times a day, every day of their life, but somebody that was loved by other people. Um, not just a diabetic or a smoker, but a grandfather, a person, somebody who likes to garden. And um, it, it was obvious that everybody in the treatment team and even myself needed to, to change the way that I was interacting with my own patient. And so um, when it was obvious that my grandfather wasn't responding to treatment, um, I made sure that my family was ready uh, to transition him to comfort care. And I took that role on, and I'm so thankful um, that you know, I knew what to do because it was a difficult time and it was a difficult situation, even though they were ready to kind of let go. Um, but my grandfather taught me this one last lesson that you, you can't just treat people, um, based always on their numbers and how they are. And a big portion of what we do, what we need to do, what we need to always be thinking about are these people, these people who are loved, um, by, by these other people that are waiting around to see what's happening. Um, it doesn't matter how many H&Ps I had to do today or how many patients I've seen this week or how tired I am. I have to remember that there, there is a compassion to just sitting somebody down and explaining what's happening. Maybe it's twice a day, maybe it's once a week, but it needs to be done. And I experienced it firsthand. And it's helping me every single day since. Thank you.